Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Shape the Culture's weekly podcast where every week it is our goal, our mission, our purpose to deliver to you a creative, authentic, inspiring message straight to you, to people. Every week, every Monday, these messages come out. Um, if you are a first-time listener, I just want to say thank you so much for giving us a chance. Thank you for checking us out. However you found your way here, whether it was through the word of a friend, social media, maybe you just happened to fall upon it. I'm happy that you're here. Hope that you enjoy every minute that you listen to this message. Hope you find something that helps you and learn and grow and want to join this journey that we're on together at Shape the Culture. Um, you can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the major platforms for podcasts. You can also visit our website, shapetheculture.org, where you could subscribe as well. And I'll send the message to you personally, like I said, every Monday morning. To your continuing listener, I just want to say thank you so much for continuing to listen. Thank you for giving us a chance, checking us out. I hope that you continue to enjoy your time while you listen to these messages. I hope that we continue to grow on this journey together. I'm so excited to still be delivering these messages every week. This week, we are continuing our series titled Judas. So we're going to get right back into our continuing series. Um, Past couple weeks, we've been talking about Judas um, really as a representation of what I believe to be like our shadow selves, our dark side, you know, whatever you want to call it. Everybody has their different words for it. But giving some ways to look at the ways we can battle our insecurities, our doubts, and even stop ourselves from betraying ourselves every now and then. So this week, I am going to be reading from the book of John, chapter 13, and I am going from verses 1 through 17. They read like this. Before the Passover celebration, Jesus knew that his hour had come to leave this world and return to his father. He had loved his disciples during his ministry on earth, and now he loved them to the very end. It was time for supper, and the devil had already prompted Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the father had given him authority over everything and that he had come from God and would return to God. So he got up from the table, took off his robe, wrapped a towel around his waist, and poured water into a basin. Then he began to wash the disciples' feet, drying them with the towel he had around him. When Jesus came to Simon Peter, Peter said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, you don't understand now what I am doing, but someday you will. No, Peter protested, you will never, ever wash my feet. Jesus replied, unless I wash you, you won't belong to me. Simon Peter exclaimed, then wash my hands and my head as well, Lord, not just my feet. Jesus replied, a person who has bathed all over does not need to wash except for the feet to be entirely clean. And you disciples are clean, but not all of you, for Jesus knew who would betray him. That is what he meant when he said, not all of you are clean. After washing their feet, he put on his robe again and sat down and asked, do you understand what I was doing? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, because that's what I am. And since I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you ought to wash each each other's feet. I have given you an example to follow. Do as I have done to you. I tell you the truth, slaves are not greater than their master, nor is the messenger more important than the one who sends the message. Now that you know these things, God will bless you for doing them. So like I said, this week we are going to continue to focus on the stories of Judas. But this week, the past two weeks we've been focusing strictly on Judas. This week we are going to focus more on the role Jesus played in his life. Because like I said, these characters to me represent two different sides of ourselves. 
On one end, I believe we all have the potential to walk like Jesus. We can lead with love, allow ourselves to be compassionate, kind, humble, yet aware of who we are. And then at the same time, we can be like Judas. We have the potential to betray ourselves, lead ourselves astray, and become consumed by our insecurities. The story above is beautiful to me because it demonstrates how these two sides can ultimately come together in a way. When Jesus decided to wash the feet of his disciples, it was an act of love more than anything. It was almost time for him to die on the cross. He knew that he was about to be betrayed, but yet still knowing all of this, Jesus decided that he would spend his last moments showing complete devotion to those he considered his family. And this was such a big deal that you even saw that the disciples were surprised by his actions. They were like, what? But what I love the most about the story is how aware Jesus was of his situation and the impact of his actions. Because it's one thing to lead with, lead with love when everything in life is rosy and it's squeaky clean. We are more than willing to give when we have a surplus or we know that we will receive rewards or benefits. But to lead with love in the face of betrayal is a whole another thing. That's a whole different mental, spiritual, emotional battle. And this requires us to push beyond ourselves and to work more for the benefit of others. The situation Jesus was in is something that we can relate to throughout our daily lives. We're constantly placed in positions where we can choose to love or we can choose to act out of spite. These are the moments that life throws us into where we have to make a choice. Being able to make the correct choice under difficult circumstances or in the face of those who plot against you, I believe those are our true test of our characters. These tests we endure come along our journeys to help us grow, to help us think about how, how we can sharpen our minds. So let's think about how Jesus and Judas were on their journeys together. While Jesus is preparing to die on the cross, Judas is pre- preparing to betray him. Both individuals are on separate paths, but they were, they were engaged in pivotal moments together. This speaks to how life around us works. While we are on our paths, the people around us are on their paths too. This brings a new level of, where, of awareness of how we interact with each other. We have to think about how everything would change if we understood that people are in pivotal moments of their lives just like us. And like in this one night between Jesus and Judas, there are some very important decisions being made. Both parties were struggling inside of themselves. Even further in that chapter, the Bible notes that Jesus was troubled in his spirit because of everything on his plate, everything he was going through. This shows that even when we leave with love, we're not above battling our emotions. That's a common factor that no human can avoid. You will have to confront yourself with every conscious choice that you make. And it's my belief that our lives are set up to be examples for each other. Each day we live and grow, we are living out our testimonies. People are watching us even when we have no idea, even when it feels like nobody may be paying attention or sometimes your actions can go you know, hidden. Like we talked about last week, everything comes to light. Everything has a way of making itself known. And the actions we take and the words we speak have a way of resonating with people in different ways. I can only imagine how much it made each disciple feel after Jesus washed their feet, like they all had to be feeling their own set of emotions, figuring things out for themselves. They probably each have their own separate set of thoughts about his actions, a different way of, of resonating with, wow, Jesus really just did that. They were touched in their own way through his display of love. And what's even more important is that Jesus washed his disciples' feet without seeking anything in return, like nothing at all. 
And so Jesus was on a mission to set an example. And I think that's something that we're all on a mission to do through our lives. Before he committed to washing the feet, the Bible states that Jesus understood God had placed everything under his power and that he came from God and will return to God. And I think the same thing goes for us. I think in everything inside of us is everything we'll ever need and we ever need it. And we all have the spirit of God inside of us. This should motivate us to flow freely with love and grace. Jesus wasn't seeking power or control. His, literally, his only goal was to extend his all to all, to all people. He wanted to give everything to everybody. And this is demonstrated through Jesus intentionally washing the feet of Judas. This is why I say I love the way the Bible splits up these characters and shows us the conflicts because this speaks to Jesus's testimony of being comfortable, allowing himself to be moved by love, regardless of the situation or the consequences. Jesus understood that your love may not be able to control the actions of others. It just won't, but you still must love yours. We must still deliberately choose to love with without receiving because that is who we are. When we know that everything is under our power and we live by the authority of the Spirit of God, then we must demonstrate this through our actions. By constantly choosing to lead with love and showing kindness and compassion, then we serve others, but then we also serve ourselves. We live and grow with and through each other. Everyday life places us in situations that are going to test our character. That's that's just a testimony of life. You're going to be tested. But by committing to love first and having an open heart, we place ourselves in the position to make the correct choices. We can't let the intentions and motives of others distract us from who we know we are. You know, we have to really let our lives be an example for those to follow and then also for people to be inspired by. And I think that's the gist of this, right? Like Jesus was intentionally committed to leaving behind footprints of, of setting a, setting an example. Like he said, now that you know these things, you know, you will be blessed for doing them. And that's really what this is about. Loving yours, loving yourself, loving your family, loving your friends, loving your life, your situation, your circumstances, loving the opportunity to make, you know, the correct choices and having the opportunity to see, you know, see yourself split in two sometimes between good and evil. It happens to the best of us, but it, those are all very important, like I said, pivotal learning moments. So thank you once again for tuning in to Shape the Culture's weekly message. Like I said, I hope you enjoyed your time here. I hope you subscribe on Apple Podcasts so you can keep staying in tune with these messages. You know, we'll be back every week. So until then, I'll talk to you guys next week. I love you all. Peace.